Good morning, everyone. George Watkins here on a Super Wednesday. <laughs> what a day to be alive in Christ. I'm telling you, the song that was my one of my favorites when I traveled with my companion Garland back in the day, we would sing, I woke up this morning feeling fine. I woke up with heaven on my mind. Well, I'm still doing that. And I encourage you today to expect the unexpected. Expect the unexpected. And you watch God just bring things to you that you didn't think could ever happen. <laughs> Amen. It's not just a matter of confession. <clears throat> our lips and our words and our statements and our declarations make a difference. We're not just by rote or by habit saying the right words, but we're attracting and bringing things to us because we have favor when we speak the good things and the positive things about God's pr promises, his purposes, and what he has provided. So open up your mouth and let the good times roll. <laughs> well, I'm George Watkins. If you haven't been with me before, thank you for stopping by. We're here every morning giving you a good shot in the spiritual arm to get you on your way in the mornings. Amen. And if you're tuning in at night, we'll give you happy dreams. <laughs> Amen. Well, we're talking today about the number one reason why people fail is because they don't listen. The number one reason why people fail is because they don't listen. <clears throat> Some of you, when I said that, heard your mother, <laughs> I mean a flashback of your mother saying, are you listening to me, son? And of course, we probably weren't. We were tuned into something else. Nowadays, it's the uh, headsets on and the earplugs in and, you know, the phone in the face. There's all kinds of reasons why people aren't listening anymore. And when I'm, when I'm preaching in public, it's quite a challenge. I was ministering down in Southern Washington a few months ago and the whole front row was young, were full of young people and they were all on their phones. And I said, you'd better be taking notes of this message or your phones are gonna burn up. <laughs> Well, they laughed. I don't know if it changed what they were doing, but uh, I, I suspect they were, weren't taking notes. Well, <clears throat> listening, listening, listening. Jesus said, he that hath an ear to hear, let him hear. Well, that's, that's the message. Hey, I'm gonna say something, tune in, amen. I think it was uh, Kenneth Copeland that always used the phrase, uh, you got your catcher on? In other words, get your ear out there. We're going to throw something at you here. I want you to catch it. You and I are what we, we really are a, a product of what we hear and what we see, but they, they, they combine. And we, we hear things that affect our emotions. We hear things that affect our uh, direction, you know, we're going one way or the other. It can change because we hear something. We are encouraged 
because of what we hear and we're discouraged by what we hear. But here's the point for today. The reason that most people fail is because they don't listen. Well, it could be in the early days, listening to the instructions of your parents. Proverbs was a mainstay scriptures in our family. My dad or mother read the Proverbs to us every day. Now we had a Psalm, but the Proverbs have 31 chapters, so it fit very well in the, in the one a day system. So every month I would hear some of the same same scriptures over and over. But often Solomon would say, listen, son, I've got something to tell you. Pay attention now because this is important to your life. It's interesting to see and intriguing to see some of the families that have um, prominence in politics or or uh, some kind of public arena, how they have their children being able to be obedient and they raise them in that style of lifestyle. Now, not all of them do that, I'm sure, but the ones you see, you're impressed with. The royal family, for instance, if you're going to be a future prince or a future king, you have to be raised and you have to listen to the instructions of your father. I've pastored much of my ministry and I thought for a long time, <laughs> well, for a short time, maybe, that people were actually doing what I said to do from the pulpit. But I found out not everyone was listening. Well, they heard it. They heard the vibrations. They heard the sounds. And they laughed at some of my jokes. But did they hear it? Were they really following instructions of the Word of God? Not just George Watkins, the preacher, but George Watkins, the message carrier for the moment. We turn in to an angel, actually. <laughs> Hold on, here we go. Well, in the, in the sense that the angel is a messenger, we become messengers of hope and messengers that bring peace and messengers that bring direction. So listen, listen to me, and I will give you instructions. So back to the Proverbs, we have uh, several chapters around the eighth chapter, especially, that introduces and expresses <clears throat> a spirit called wisdom. Now, wisdom says that she, she has built her, her house and she talks about instructions and talks about listening. Come in, I'll give you instructions. They accuse us men of not reading instructions. I don't know where they ever got that, I think it was a rumor spread by our wives. <laughs> Amen. We don't like to read the map and we don't want to read the instructions. Well, I'll read them after I foul it out and can't figure it up. No, I'm a little bit of humor here, but a lot of truth. So why don't we want to listen to the instructions? Because I'm proud enough as a as the you know the alpha male in the house 
that I don't need anybody to tell me what to do. I know everything there is to know in the house. And so I'll put that together. I'll, I know how to fix everything. It's not true, but that's the way we approach things. So we don't listen. I go to the store as a dutiful husband because it's more convenient at times for me to jump in the car and go pick up some groceries. Sometimes I don't listen and I hear my darling wife say, I told you, <laughs> you know, two of them. I told you to look closely. I came home the other day with a sack of potatoes, special yellow gold potatoes because they whip up better. Well, I just grabbed it and run. I was in a hurry. There was one in there that looked like it had been come over on the Mayflower. <laughs> we had to throw it away. Didn't you look at that? I told you to look at that. Well, I wasn't listening, evidently. So <laughs> enough of that. Enough of my confessions. How about you? Are you listening today? Are you listening to the still small voice? Are you listening to the nudges and the, and the, and the vibrations that come? Spirit of God speaks in all kinds of levels and ways. He drops a thought. If we don't grab it, it escapes us. There's an idea comes by. We don't make a note. It escapes us. An idea, a thought pattern is a, is a listening pattern or a listening challenge. Did you hear it? God says, I dropped that in your heart. Oh, I was busy worrying. I was thinking about the shortage we're going to have this month financially. I was thinking about what I'm going to do on the job. But God said, God says, I dropped some wisdom in you, in your mind, and in your spirit. But you were too busy to listen. We just don't listen. Counseling, and that's a, uh, that's a, that word encompasses a lot of things. But in the duties of a pastor, we fell, fall into that category as a counselor. We sit and listen to people's stories or their requests. Often <clears throat> they come in and I know looking at them what they need. <laughs> I, can, I can see it in their face. Well, when I listen a little bit, I find out there's more behind just the face. I have to listen to the story or listen to the request. Often when I do that, the answer comes that wasn't there just at the outgo, you know, just boom, I'm going to give them an answer, send them on their way. No, as I listened, I saw the picture unfold. Amen. Can you imagine listening to the Apostle Paul as he preached all night, as he described Christ and the, and the kingdom? He had a revelation unlike anyone else in his hour of time. He had a revelation of the gospel to the Gentiles that the Jewish apostles did not have, the ones that were in Jerusalem. God gave him a bigger picture, and so he went to the apostles in Jerusalem. John was the head apostle there. They called him the pastor of Jerusalem. And he talked to them about his mission, his vision. And after they listened, they blessed him 
and sent him out to the Gentiles. How about Peter as he's laying on the bed trying to get some rest and sleep after a busy ministry time, and he had that trance come down out of the heaven with all the animals that he was you know, unlawful to eat, and God said, kill them and eat them. Well, he was fussing about that. He didn't want to listen. He didn't want to take that in. God said, this is your plan. You know, I've given you this plan. Do it. And he did. And God opened up some wonderful things for him. So what are you hearing today? Or what are you missing? What do you miss hearing today as God's speaking to you? I gave a little snapshot in the notes below, but let me say it again. Prayer can be a time when God listens to us and we unpack. Sometimes we complain. Sometimes we weep because we're grieving. There may be some grief that needs to come out, and so we have a time of weeping. Sometimes there's a, a time of just talking to the Lord about the journey how tough it is, having a tough time, and I need help. Now, after we talk and get it out for a while, it cleanses something in us. We feel released. Now, I've never done this, but they always say the bartender listens to your story. You go down there and you just tell him your story. I don't think he cares much, but he's in a place where people just need to unpack. Now, Back to the spiritual stuff. That's a bad illustration. Let's move on. <clears throat> Sidetrack myself. God it listens to our requests, our complaints, our whining, and all that. And at some point, He speaks to us. That's when we can hear, is after we've unloaded and got all the junk off of us by our speaking it to the Father. You got a complaint about someone, take it to the Father. You got a you want to criticize someone, take it to the Father. And he will give you the answer and he will heal your heart and you'll get it off your as they say get it off your chest. You'll unpack and when you do, you'll be able to hear the voice of the Lord. And if you listen, you'll get answers. Now, how do I hear? How do I listen? That's the journey you have to walk yourself. I know how I hear. I know how to catch it. You have to find out for yourself. I've always wanted the finger on the wall with a fiery tip burning them, you know, the words in the plaster. Oh, that'd have been dramatic and exciting. Never came. It came in the whisper. It came in the flash. It came in the impression came in the picture in my head. And after 60 years of that, I pretty well know how God speaks to me. Find out how he speaks to you. It's a good journey. It's a wonderful journey. All right. Listen up. I've got something to tell you. Listen up. Here comes some good news. Listen up. I've got direction. Don't miss them. Amen. That's what God's speaking today. Isn't that good? All right. Well, I bless you in Jesus' name on this beautiful Wednesday. Don't forget, tomorrow's Thursday. 
We'll be here in the morning prepping and cranking it up for Friday. <laughs> Amen. I love you. I love you guys and gals. Thank you for all your support with prayer, encouragement, comments, kind words, thumbs up, subscriptions, liking us, all those things you do. I appreciate it. Some of you got us nudged to give us a financial blessing. Some of you are doing it every month, others just once in a while, but we receive it when it comes with thankful hearts and blessings back to you. It keeps us going down the road. Amen. Until tomorrow, remember, God's speaking. Listen up.